as the last one runs away, the draconic creature begins to chew and swallow its meal. The woman on the back looks toward you all over her shoulder. She sheathes her sword on her back and says, Welcome to the abyss. Y'all need a ride? Yes. (laughs) That is awesome. What's up, fuckers? Welcome to the abyss. (laughs) Clap. Clap. (laughs) The winged draconic creature, very similar to a wyvern, has landed in front of you, facing away the rider on the back, an elven woman. Her ears, though, far larger and more antenna-like than most elves you have seen back on Anu. She has cropped dreadlocks, fuchsia-colored headband, and is wearing light attire, a steel pauldron with some traveling clothes, a large belt, a few utilities, and the pink glowing sword on her back looks to be a longsword. Her steel-toed boots slip out of the stirrups as she slides down the back of this gloom stalker. It seems to look left and right with a low growl, sniffing the air with its tongue every so often. As she lands, she approaches your group, kind of jogs over. Did you, uh, you just arrived then? Uh, yeah, uh, two days here. Maybe half an hour? And I imagine, Lou, you're kind of picking up Celesi at this point. Yeah, I've got one hand on the arm and the other one around the back. We're just trying to get back to our feet after being knelt. She doesn't look too hot. No, I think she's pretty tired. Um, I've been doing a lot of magic. Yeah, you just came through? Uh-huh. Yeah, you're going to want to take it easy. Um, <laughs> a little late for that. I'm impressed. Not a lot escaped the, the prison cells. Um, let me grab something. And she rushes over to like a saddle bag and pulls out a few things. There's like a jar that she pours into a small wooden bowl and she slips out. She opens up a hip pouch and sprinkles some stuff on top. There's kind of like this earthy, minty balm that she's just made. And she brings it under Celesi's nose and she says, take a deep breath. And this basically casts restoration on you. You feel more rested. The exhaustion level comes off. And she says, that'll make you feel a little better. At least get you through the, the ride to safety. Thank you. Who are you? Oh, uh, sorry. And she tucks away the stuff and puts out her hand. She's got like fingerless gloves on each hand. And she goes, name's Izzy. And you? Celesi 
kind of cautiously with her burned hand shakes hands across. Mm-hmm. My name's Celacy. And it's like she shakes your hand, obviously not hard, but she kind of turns to see your wrist and she's like, God, you guys really went through it up there, didn't you? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Took everything we had to get here. She pulls out like a band of, of fabric. She begins to wrap your burns, uh, applying just a small amount of that minty balm to it. Thank you. The name's Valu. Everyone calls me Lou. And she goes in for a handshake. And I take it. Any and kind of help we can get, we appreciate all of it. Of course. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i not from this realm either, as I'm sure you could probably pick up on. Yeah. I'm, uh, she scratches her neck. I'm here from the Fey realm. It's my home. Huh. Took a lot to get here. And, uh sort of on a mission, so... Well, if you don't mind me asking, where is here? We're in the abyss, baby. Welcome to hell. Ah, shit. Every nightmarish story you could think of lives here. Suffering of an immense amount happens constantly here. We need to keep moving lest it finds us. So I've seen... Where are we going? Somewhere less dangerous than here. And she points up. She says, this here's a border to the fire realm. And just down there is the ice realm. And I don't necessarily have a map or specific names just from me, what I've gauged traveling. But we're heading to the south. The, I guess, shadow realm. It's more of like a gloomy downer of a place rather than filled with constant danger. I look at Celacy. You all right with this? Not to look a gloom stalker in the mouth or anything, but why are, why are you helping us? <sighs> Just because I'm on a mission in the abyss doesn't mean I can't still help people out. It's part of how I was raised. The witch fae that I served. She would want me to do such. Witch fae? Huh. Yes, of the coven that serves Nyx. The matriarch of the fae realm. Is that what the pink blade is all about? Uh, yes. It was a... The pink marble was a gift to... Allah, and she forged this blade for me. I am one of her protectors. I fought in a war recently, and uh, I fought in the Battle of the Ice Bridge, which won't make sense to you all, but I lost someone, and I'm doing something to make it right. Celacy definitely looks down and nods. She's getting like flashes of that previous life. It's not in totality, but she's like, that resonates. Something hits a chord. Mm. I understand this. Well, if you're good, I'm good. It's better than staying here. Way better. Yeah, we need to get moving. Uh, 
the demon that escaped won't be gone for long. It'll be back with reinforcements. Can that thing hold all of us? Yeah. Um, I've got enough space to fit someone right behind me. Um, you're going to have to have a good grip on her. Can you do that? I can. All right. Let's load up. All right. So she gets strapped in, and she uses, like, some rope, like twisted vine rope, that she kind of brings around all of you to kind of act as, like, a secure belt. All right. About to take off. You guys ready? Ready as ever. Yeah! And she kicks, bringing the reins up as the Gloomstalker flaps its wings, taking flight immediately begins to fly and turn south toward that shadowy realm that she spoke of. You begin to fly over the deep black, that bottomless, oily pit of a lake, river, whatever it might be, seems to stretch on west and east It takes several minutes to even reach the middle, even flying at the speed you're at. The Gloomstalker is slowly ascending, getting closer and closer to the the clouds. As it begins to reach the clouds, you then see as more mist kind of spills off of the Gloomstalker, shadowing itself, protecting itself from searching eyes seems to blend seamlessly into the overcast. As you reach this thin layer at the firmament of this realm, you notice that as you fly kind of ebbing in and out of the clouds, anytime that the clouds break, the Gloomstalker seems to carry some of the mist with it. But each of you catch a glimpse up. There is nothing but stars in a deep black cosmos around you. Few stars glimmer into the atmosphere. But that is not what envelops your vision. A... Is it Vanta black? Mm-hmm. Is that the right term? Vanta. The one that swallows light and yes. like... Yeah. There is, as if the sun was, like, roped and brought, like, within, you know, a hundred miles or something of the Earth. Yeah. You don't even see all of it. This deep black void that swallows everything. (laughs) On the outside, there is kind of this shimmering rhyme burst of chromatic beautiful flares line the rhyme of this oblivion circle not a sphere something darker and sinister and there seems to be some type of activity at the rhyme of this circle but once you get past that outer layer. It just looks like nothing. It looks like somebody took a saw and just cut through the night sky. God. (laughs) And 
Izzy realizes you both are staring up, and she says, Hey, hey, keep your eyes off that. It can drive you mad. We, we are close to the oblivion. The abyss is not a good place. Yeah. You realize that there is some kind of fast-moving cloud coming up from the west of you, from your right. And what seems to be kind of like a dark storm cloud, you realize is actually more malleable, more active. And as it gets closer and closer, you realize it's like a flock of something. Small winged creatures, perhaps even birds, which would be strange because you have seen nothing of natural make here in the abyss. Izzy kind of turns back and she looks at you and then she looks out and she sees it. What's that off to the west? Shit. Shit. Fuck. And she, yeah. And the gloom stalker begins flapping faster and she says, how? Fuck. Uh, we got to go fast. He who? One of the scions of Karnos. But I don't understand how he could have tracked me. As that swarm gets closer and closer, she thinks, and she goes, oh, oh, fuck. Does anyone have uh, 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 gold, gold on you? No. I do. What do you need? Toss it. Toss it to the lake. What? All of it? Yes, all of it. it uh, the Bane, he's the he's a demon scion of, of greed. He can smell gold from a mile away. Celsi fishes out the gold that's in her pocket, and she opens the pouch that it was in, and then just carefully dumps it over the side. You see that swirling swarm get closer and closer, maybe 50 feet away, but as soon as the coins leave, you see that whole swarm go into a collective V dive toward the coins. And they it disappears under the cloud overcast beneath you. Oh, wow. It worked. I don't like that we can't see it anymore, though. Yeah, that's a problem. Ollie's going as fast as she can. All right. We're still not out of the woods yet. We gotta keep going. In just a bit, when we enter this realm, it will be harder to track us. We should be safer. All right. Some of the demon lords are in an alliance with each other. The one we are coordinating with. Enemy of my enemy is my friend. Hmm. I see. So you're working with a demon lord. I was sent on a mission by the Draco fiend. Yes. As she says that, she takes Ollie into a dive. Okay, going down beneath the overcast. You're now past the lake. You're now over that rotting forest. As you begin flying closer and closer to land, a burst, a sudden burst, a cry of crows. Whatever it had been seeking out, the gold coins, it either found them or left them. And now the swarm of crows, a storm of crows, one might say, envelops you. And there are crows swiping in, 
pecking you with their beaks, and they begin slashing at you, and each of you takes 16 points of damage, 8 of slashing and 8 of psychic. And Izzy starts screaming. Ouch. She's, it seems like they're also focusing on her because they see her at the helm of this gloom stalker. Mm-hmm. So she's just covered. Oh, Finally, gosh. you see a pink glow as she unsheathes her sword. Everyone roll me a niche. Oh, here we go. Can I like take a bonus action to like half change? And yes. I, I definitely do that. Perfect. <laughs> I, I might get a, a little bit of hair in some places, but... My my fingers like elongate into sharp claws, and my teeth are razor sharp as they protrude down into this sharp maw as I start swiping. Your beard like grows and almost envelops your face, right? And yeah. You're... Hit with the bite, hit with the first claw, and then hit with the second claw. As I reach out, I get one in the in the beak, and then I squeeze it crush its skull and the second one I just slash up through the wings as I watch it spiral down to the ground. As you do this, instead of blood gushing out or any burst of Icor, it's actually more of like a shadow mist. You hear a deeper voice like grunt at each of those attacks. Like, How many of these things can I hit with an acid splash because they're so concentrated? Yeah, it would be like a lot of them. Uh, okay, we're going to fling as much acid as I possibly can, like, away from us in sure. an arc. What'd you get? I'm mathing. Uh, it's going to be an 11. With an 11, as you spray up, it's just like with Izzy, where they all flew away. Uh, you create that arc, and they do burst up. But then as the acid catches the wind and, and falls to the sky, they quickly retake their positions over you to continue um, that menacing on you. They well, rolled... Oh, go ahead. The good news is that it didn't blow the acid back into our faces. Yeah, so. thank God. That's what, yeah, <laughs> aim it right in front of you like, miss! <laughs> <laughs> Just like a cream pie to the face, but it's acid. With acid. <laughs> acid cream pie. I feel like... I feel like that would be just like a really good bard thing. Barda spell. But at the same time, I just thought of the dirty version of cream pie and we're going to move on. That's for the best. <laughs> I didn't mean it to be that, but my long pause after. I took it after, like that I immediately like, and that's why I was grimacing because I'm a pervert. Same. And I wasn't even trying to do that. I was literally still making clown jokes. Okay. <laughs> moving on. The <laughs> Of course, I rolled a one for the um, for the crow swarm. Of course. Yay! But they go now, and they continue their form. Sphere is still taking up. Oh, it does need to make a concentration check. Sorry. Wow, nat one on the concentration check. (laughs) The crows do not remain. In fact, after coming back in, after the acid spray... Uh, it accumulates just above you. It looks like all of the crows meld into one sphere flying above you as wings burst from that sphere. Claws grow out. Feet with two-pronged claws at the bottom. A (laughs) golden headdress of antlers 
on its head, its blackened obsidian skin with pointed ears and crested gold along as it takes form above you and the you know falling gloom stalker there's a hiss and that same voice goes return what you have taken it is going to swipe down with a claw at izzy the pauldrons on the right shoulder he gets her left shoulder and they're Celesty, you see it, and you actually get a spray of blood across your face because he just digs in, and as his claws are in her flesh, he just rips upward, and, like, pieces of flesh are Mm -hmm. hanging off. And you can see within it, there's, like, a weird stench as that necrotic energy almost connects to the gore that remains on her shoulder, and she screams at the top of her lungs. She's not looking good. Yeah. She's Ooh. actually going to make a dex saving throw to keep control of Ollie. Okay. She she screams, <laughs> and she gets a hand over it, like, to try to stop the bleeding, but it, like, she says, fuck, and she grabs onto the reins with her sword in her right hand still, and she cuts Ollie to the right, trying to get away from him. That won't happen until her turn, but she has control of the reins. He's still five feet away, so we then go to Lou. Uh, you're sitting there, half transformed. He is within reach of you because he's just ripped out of her shoulder. Yep, I reach up with my right claw and just rake into the leg, and I try to like pull it down toward me as I bring the, the second claw up and into the torso. Nice. Go for it. He does shift closer to you, his wings beating a little faster. You're almost forcing him to spin out. Nice. Um, I miss with the second claw. You get into his leg and you draw him closer because you're still flying and falling back that when you scrape up with your right hand, it's just air. And it's like you maybe catch a a quick spark off of the gold at his abdomen. Yeah. As I pull that right arm down, I go to take a bite into his calf and I miss. Damn. Just as you're like opening your mouth. He's realized this. He gets a spin off of you to release from your claw, and he continues flying. He's still within that five feet. Okay, so seeing that Izzy isn't doing so well, a fireball right now is probably not wise. (laughs) Probably not wise. You could try. It's within 20 feet. Even a failed save is 46. But you could center it 20 feet above. Because he's a large creature. Yeah, yeah. So you could literally have the edge of your fireball go into the into five feet of his ten foot square. If anything, it would blow him toward us. If you're concerned, give me a an Arcana check. Okay, twenty four. Oh, twenty four. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, twenty four. You're like, okay, it'll take a lot, but I know exactly where to put it. All right, yeah, we're gonna fireball this fucking. All right, I'm gonna give you a dexterity saving throw. Okay. So he twists twice in the air like a fucking ice skater until suddenly a red beam appears just behind him or a small red sphere. (laughs) Suddenly this 
burst of fire in the air lights this because you're in like the shadowy dark realm just over this black forest it's almost like the sun suddenly appears a giant ball of fire yes 19 19 points of damage fuck him up (laughs) all right Yes, the fire envelops his wings. They are singed. He leans back into himself and covers most of his, like his face and his vitals with his wings. So all of that 19 points of damage is basically on his back, all over his wings. And because of, because he had to close his wings, he's now 20 feet behind you so he's now trailing behind as and I rolled for the gloom stalker because Ollie though is able to maintain a straight course and you guys are going to go from a dive to leveling out but you've been falling very quickly some of those branch you're getting to the point where you're about to start hitting some of the tops of these trees. We're going to do some maneuvers from Izzy. So she's basically doing like a navigation check. Unfortunately, she's going to take disadvantage. Shit. And it was a 12 and then a 2. Oh, damn it. (laughs) Suddenly, crack, crack. You hear these branches snap as the right turn, although... Ollie wasn't surprised by the fireball It maybe caught too much in the eyes of Izzy and she didn't pull up fast enough. You guys are now currently crashing into this dead Blackwood forest. Shit! Uh, everyone roll me deck saves as your uh, uh, winged creature is currently crashing. That'll be a six, so this is gonna be fun. I got a deck save of a 25. Damn. Hang on to that. Suddenly the magical flames erase nothing but darkness. As you look back forward, Celesi, Izzy suddenly isn't there. In a split second, you hear those cracks of wood and you realize Ollie, the Gloomstalker, her wing is being caught on branch to branch. Already Izzy has fallen to this forest floor. As you go to recuperate, you look up and crack. You are clotheslined by a large branch and fall. All right, all right, move it along. Next. Hello. Your name? My name is Swinson. Final destination? Well, I'm trying to find my cousin in the abyss. Business or pleasure? Uh, but pleasure. <laughs> All right. You are granted access. Please make your way to the final gate. Well, I had a question about my... All right. Come on. Hurry it up. Oh. Okay, bye-bye. Next in line, please. Come on. Let's go. We haven't got all century. All right. Uh, Look, it's it's just very difficult without any bones or teeth. Um, 
Look, I I think I got rerouted somewhere. I was in a despair pit, and I need to get back um, to the... Yeah? Yeah, but I can't help you with that. You have slipped into a terminal. You are now heading through the final gate into the abyss. But I think... You have to keep moving forward. There's no going back. Are you sure? I just... Yeah, I'm terribly sorry. You won't be able to see your friends any longer. Um, what do you mean, my friends? Yep. I, really? You're just a skin suit now. Oh, no. All right, well, maybe I, you could just push me along. Do you have any claims? Um, uh, just me. <laughs> no teeth? Nope. All right. What about this note here? Oh, that must have slipped out of my skin suit pocket. Here, let me let me take a look. I mean, it would be kind of irresponsible if I didn't just read it over. <laughs> um, let's see. Here it says, uh, Today's episode of Chasm Quest had Andrew as the danger mom, Taylor as Lou, and Cass as Celacy. Um, the theme song was by Sam Anderson, and sound design was by Alex Danner and Andrew Palmer. Additional music by Ivan Dutch. You can find them at patreon.com forward slash Ivan Dutch, I-V-A-N-D-U-C-H. Additional sound effects from zapsplat.com, Z-A-P-S-P-L-A-T.com. You can head over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash chasmquest to support the Rowdy Boys and follow them on Twitter and Instagram at chasmquest. And make sure you visit chasmquest.com for links to our Discord, find links to our merch, and online wikis. Uh, Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to our show. New merch is available now at www.chasmquest.com forward slash store or chasmquest.threadless.com. You can use the promo code STAYROWDY, all one word, S-T-A-Y-R-O-W-D-Y at foundfamiliar.com. And right now you get free shipping on all coffee orders over $60 USD. Yeah, this uh, this note seems pretty important. Um, I guess I should bring it with me to the abyss. Um, okay, keep moving. Keep moving. Okay, I just, I kind of don't know where to go and I'm a little bit You'll scared. You'll find the final gate down this hallway and to the left. Be careful for any other interplanar travelers. Other travelers? Okay. Um, here I go. Hey, watch where you're going, pal. Oh, gosh, I am so sorry. Ah, freaking mortals. I'm just a skin suit, see? I haven't gotten used to it yet. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Andrew? Oh, shit, you're gross. Celacy, you are clotheslined by a large branch and fall. Taylor, your dexterity save, although impressive, Lou, is not enough to be able to reach up and grab for her because you were 
working too hard to actually lean forward and hold onto the saddle even tighter. Mm -hmm. That was your gut reaction was to stay on this creature because it will give you the most amount of cover. Right. Izzy and Celacy are gone. Ollie is continuing to crash deeper and deeper until finally, boom, a large tree hits. Ollie tucks and rolls. You roll underneath. You saved, but you still take 14 points of bludgeoning fall damage. (laughs) How unconscious am I? (laughs) 28 is the number. How unconscious are you? Uh, Hang on. I'm down to 12. Okay. We'll say taking that amount of damage at this point with just how fragile your body is, you hit it getting hit with that branch, just instant unconscious. Lou, as you kind of spit the dirt out of your mouth from that landing and push the wing of the Gloomstalker off of you. You raise up. You see Ollie kind of shaking her head and trying to right herself. You can see that she's pretty wounded, though, from the the fall. Oh, my God. Sorry, old girl. I I quickly look around for the crow thing to get eyes on this thing. Roll me a perception check. And down here amongst the thicket of Blackwood, yeah, like the ground and that dirt mm-hmm. was like just such a caked clay, like it's to the point where it's like split. Yeah. And these trees, the 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 bark is so obsidian black and instead of leaves you look closer it almost has that shade or shadowy mist emitting off of it very similar like it's almost hard for you to distinguish the gloom stalker in front of you from the rest of the forest 29 with dark vision up to 120 feet yeah you're looking around although you can see really well in that far yeah like there's still trees there's still solid things in front of you Uh, So you're kind of like moving left and right. And after looking for a a while and searching, let's see, that was the first round, the next round. Okay. You don't see it, but you do hear beating wings further north from where you came. It seems it's circling. Uh, It's not coming closer to you. So it's kind of staying back behind. Okay. What you can... Give me like a survival check, actually. Yeah, I'm going to take a survival check, and I want to backtrack the path at which we fell into the woods so I can look for Celacy and Izzy. Yeah. Nat 20. Wow. Oh, shit. Quick, quick, quick. I'll say a part of that is Ollie, like, ducks her head close to you to -hmm. get on her back to get a better perspective. Do you accept? Yeah. I hop on. I mean, just like you, this moment of panic, just as much as you want to find Celeste, she's wanting to find Izzy, right? Right. Um, So you get up into the air, not that far above, and she's not like 
as fast as when she was falling, right? So she has a you feel like you have a lot more control over her. With your nat 20 survival, not only can you retrace just you're looking at the broken limbs where Ollie came in. Yeah. You also think, oh, I should quickly look for those healing herbs in these saddlebags. So about 80 feet back toward the lake, which is one full, like, movement of Ollie the Gloomstalker. Yeah. Like, she is just flying and looking down frantically. As you reach that 80 feet, you realize another 40 feet, you saw a movement that you were able to distinguish from the darkened skies as Bane Demon, like, finishing a circle and mm-hmm. going down. What would distinguish Celacy from the dark forest around her? Probably her white undershirt. Yeah. Just a quick flash, just like a split second as you're reaching down for those herbs to your left. Mm-hmm. You see her shirt. Are you going to try to communicate something to Ollie? Yeah. If I see that, I'm like tapping right under the jaw and just like over that way. It understands and dips a little bit as you're like pulling on the reins. But because it knows it is not Izzy, it's going to keep flying forward. Oh, nice. Celacy, you taste blood in your mouth and you spit out two of your teeth from your top left because you kind of turned your head at the last minute, closed your eyes and got hit by that branch. That same baked clay taste is in your mouth. Just multiple bruises, lacerations and, and scrapes from falling through the limbs. I should have stayed dead. (laughs) You kind of roll over onto your back, and just as you're coming to, quick, like, again, second, you watch as Ollie flies back in that direction. I don't even know if I would have it in me to, like, react or, like, throw up a hand or anything. I think I'd just be laying there. Exactly. Just gaining your breath. Yeah, or trying to. Yeah. Um, Give me a constitution save. Okay, listen. (laughs) (laughs) I know we haven't been on the best of terms, but come on, bud. And just so you know, this doesn't, you won't necessarily gain any negative, but we're just going to see how quickly you're able to get to your feet and maybe start jogging in the right direction. Fuck me. That'd be 11? 11. It's not fast. Like. Ollie is probably flown another 40 feet by the time you're even on your feet. You know, I'm kind of standing here thinking like, what do I owe these people? (laughs) Uh, I mean, sure, they helped me out, but am I any better off on my own or not? Could I just like curl up under this tree here and just wait for a bit? (laughs) Give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, that's going to be a 24. As you watch the this cascade of mist falling over you, you think you see something like just different shades of black. Everything feels black and dark around you. As you're thinking this, 
Should I just curl up here and wait? You think you see something run between trees to your left and then to your right. And then from the mist, you hear this voice in your head. And it sounds like... Sounds like your grandmother. But like a... It's as if your grandmother was suddenly mean, mm-hmm. right? It says, yes, sit here, lie down. You are worthless. You will give them nothing. They will give you nothing. They are worthless. It's all worthless. <laughs> as that voice penetrates your mind, your wisdom save comes in, and you realize there is something depressive and and uh, negating about the the energy of this forest to stay here would not be a very good not idea not wise yeah to like oh let me try and walk in the miles direction left right <laughs> south north not smart all right so i'm going to begrudgingly like take off after ollie but in my head i'm also like Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm worthless? I don't fucking think so. How dare you? I was going (laughs) to leave you, not the other way around. So she's just letting that kind of spiteful energy kind of push her forward. And though it doesn't affect you, the words you hear back are, It wasn't I that left you, but the one you loved. Gone. (gasps) forever lost lost to the breadth of oblivion could I pinpoint where that's like in a direction coming from or is it all internal in my head it's all internal scumbag brain okay yeah there's not a specific entity that's infiltrating it's pervasive it's the pervasive essence coming off of these trees that is tricking your mind, own mind into digging into your own traumas to, got it, got it. to try and affect you as you are jogging further north. But because of your wisdom save, you're immune to this so the voices still pervade, mm-hmm. but you continue to fight them off from the denseness of the forest and you literally just kind of like jogging, you know, maybe you're limping a bit on your left leg into the darkness and just going like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck off. <laughs> I will burn this place down. Exactly. As soon as I get fireball back. Yeah. <laughs> you give me a short rest of just you see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as the camera pans up, already Ollie has gotten another 80 feet. You're now over the space where you saw the Bane demon, uh, the winged demon, dive downward. Both of you spot this at the same time. You see the singed glisten, because the wings of this demon, uh, although the skeletal part of it mm-hmm. was that dark obsidian black, right? The, the wings were more a crimson, almost purplish shimmer. Again, catching just a bit of light for a split second. It seems like Ollie has seen it first and it doesn't look like they're in flight. They're amongst the trees standing over something and Ollie just does a straight dive for it. 
Yeah. We're going to roll a niche because sure. we are close enough. And what starts this battle? Ollie gives out a shriek like you have never heard at a volume that <gasps> rings in your head for minutes after. Give me actually a constitution saving throw. To okay. see if you shit your pants. Well, I am immune to being frightened. I wish that's what it was for. Nice. For your sake. <laughs> Blowing out some eardrums? So it's just a con save? 22. <laughs> yeah, you were looking for a 13. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, you saved because this shriek would have rendered you paralyzed until mm. the end of its next turn. So Wow. Nice. It's so infuriated that it was willing to... Paralyze me. Put you in danger in order to protect her, <laughs> her owner. Animals, what are you going to do? <laughs> okay, so Ollie. let's roll an ish. Oh, Ollie. Come on. What'd you get? 15. You see the wings come back out. You see it pick up the satchel around Izzy's shoulder. Okay. And so he just grabs it and rips it off and he holds it up and he looks up into the sky and sees you. Now the gold of those of that antlered headdress is keen in your vision. You can see him. Oh yeah. He's going to meet you. <gasps> He's going to take flight and fly Because Ollie's coming, diving down, and he's going to meet head to head like they're playing chicken. And just at the last second, he's going to turn his wings a bit so that he comes over and he's going to attack you. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Take 27 points of damage. Oof. Yowza! The last 16 of which were necrotic. So when oh, you take shit. that damage, the strange tentacle wrapping what looks to most people like a tattoo on your left forearm. Yeah. It like burns and hurts Ugh. and like sends a sends like a shock <laughs> up through your nervous system, right? <laughs> As his claw comes into your chest. <laughs> And what he's going to try to do with this attack, he's going to try to rip you off of the Bloomstalker. So I need to do an <laughs> athletics contest. Yeah, you got me. Um, I, I rolled a four. What'd you roll? Um, athletics contest? Yeah. Just, uh, just like a, a check, not a save? A check, yeah. Okay. So um, add your strength and your proficiency. So it should be... Eleven. Got a twelve. Uh, of course uh, he did. Why would he get anything else? <laughs> Literally, he just says "fuck off" and rips you from the back <laughs> of the gloom stalker. You're then in midair, and he just lets you slide off of his claws to let you fall the sixty feet. No save because you're just you're just straight ass falling. Do I get like a reflex of any kind to? As I'm leaving five feet of his ankles. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> nice try, though. Yeah. All right. Another 28 points of damage as you fall, breaking through branches and 
on your back just knocks the wind out of you. How you looking? I'm still up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm on my back, but I'm up. And I'm awake. And I just... You, you land five, five feet away from Izzy. Like, you, like, look over to your left, and you just see her. She is just mangled. <laughs> you still have an action. I, I get up, and... You also look down as you get up. You have the herbs in your left hand. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Um... I've got the herbs in my hand. I look up at this creature flapping above me, and there's just no way. There's nothing I can do to get that thing from this from this distance down here. So I sprint over to Izzy, and I just uh, give her body a scan, and I'm just like, I don't know. I just press the herbs up to her face to give her a whiff. Perfect. Doing this, this restoration, although does not, like, give her a full rest, she awakens with one hit right so she's still like out of it but you hear like bones pop back into place Mm -hmm. ribs begin to realign and she goes oh god fuck where where am i and she like kind of gets up on her knees and is kind of holding her chest and she's like reaching back for her her sword even if even in this place of of uncertainty you got KO'd. That thing took your bag. Oh, fuck. We've got to... Oh. oh, shit. And she looks up, sees Ollie turning 180 toward this demon. Damn, Ollie. So, you know, she's just going to whisper... Izzy whispers under her breath. Fuck. That's a natural one on an attack. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> so that's everyone's got one. End its turn, and Bane, the aberrant overlord, rolls a nat twenty of again. Of course no. he does. <laughs> oh no! Get ready for her feelings. Get that nat twenty face. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie starts to just crumple her wings. The demon again did that barrel roll to the left and brought one claw up just to catch himself on her neck. Mm -hmm. And then his left hand glistening still with the blood from Lou's chest just into the side of the neck, rips the claw out as blood sprays from an artery. The demon, though, Bane, is not able to get his right claw out and is riding now Ollie to the ground. Celesi, you're kind of getting this jog on and you hear this final, like, something gurgly and chaotic and bad. And you're able to distinguish, like, oh, that was mm-hmm. that was our ride. That was the Gloomstalker. You pick up your pace, and suddenly, crash, crash. Crashing through the branches in front of you, you see Bane on the back of the Gloomstalker, wrenching his right claw free 
from some of the harness that it had gotten caught on. You can attempt to stealth. Can I Misty step behind him? <gasps> you fucking sure can. Dope. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> do it up. I, I do that. Okay, so you're amongst the trees. Your eyes go wide as the draconic creature lands with the demon on top of it. And suddenly, what does her misty step look like? So as much as that voice was like in her head and trying to like get her to just sit down and embrace the gloominess of this place, I think she's actually going to do that, but it's going to be an active choice where she just kind of grabs all the gloom that's around her and Hmm. fades into it and then shoots back up that way. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. And suddenly that mist collects over Ollie, like some of the mist spilling off of her collects up, meets with the cascading mist from the trees and creates a humanoid form. Suddenly, Celesi stands directly behind Bane. What is your attack? God, I don't know if I can actually do anything that's going to... Um, you do see attached to his the, the gold kind of belt that he has. You do see Izzy's bag there. <laughs> Okay. Mm. And Bane is quite occupied. Very occupied. <laughs> Theoretically, I could mage hand and just light finger that. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a 25. Damn. This lifts off completely silent. And you have it hovering over your hand. What do you choose to do? He's like, let me give him one more strength check it looks like he's about to break free from this I want to pop open that bag what is it that he wants in there so much Ooh. as you lift as you go to undo the, the clasp Lou you watch as Izzy is sprinting toward where Ollie fell. Do you follow? Yeah, I'm like, hey, he's gonna kill you! Get back here! And I chase after her. <laughs> she's like limping, she's holding her side, but she's got her sword out. And, and I'm sprinting after her. Are you going full transformation? Yeah, I'm starting to like, it's like going from just claws and a maw to like full hybrid bestial werewolf yes (laughs) you overtake her you break through the trees just as celacy has this bag she's literally reaching um because you're faster than izzy i'll give you a chance to do something because you see that like bane has just got his his hand free and you can you can sense like Oh my god, Celeste's right behind him. Like, she's in immediate danger, and her attention is on this bag. Yeah, I sprint hardcore at this thing, and I just bull rush straight into this demon. You're just going to check him. Yeah, I'm just checking him. Just straight claws forward, maw open, just... just, Yeah, it's an athletics, but it's like a pounce. Yeah. Because basically, if you succeed... 
I'm going to have you land and be able to kind of make a rake uh, attack. Either way, it's a 16. He rolled a 10. <laughs> Yay! So at the last minute, like he's about to look back at Celesee and then suddenly just sees this Snarl. brown, snarling, furry <sighs> creature leaping from the darkness, burning yellow eyes, <laughs> overtakes. You land in the dirt, slide 10 feet. You have both of your claw attacks. 12 points of damage with the first claw. I hit with the next claw with 13 points of damage. And I've just got both of my claws right into this demon's rib cage. Just dug in, and I'm just like gripping his ribs. suspenseful. I'm just rolling and I haven't told anyone what I'm rolling for. <laughs> Fucking epic. Okay. After you pounce and rake downward and just have your claws stuck in his rib cage, mm-hmm. a flash of pink just in front of your face, brighter than anything, like radiant pink, right? You're almost blinded for a second. When your vision comes to, you are holding up the headless torso of the demon. What? What the hell? Izzy takes a step forward and spits on the head and begins to walk over to her her mount. Did you do that? She is silent. She's focused on cleaning the icor off of her blade to resheathe it. The torso slips from my fingers <laughs> and just collapses to the ground. Give me a sleight of hand, Celesee. Uh, that'd be a seven, so I'm not very sneaky about whatever it is I'm doing. You were momentarily distracted before, because there's like um, like belt clasps on this. You had two open. You were just getting the last one, and you watch Izzy. You watched her run at a full sprint around the head of Ollie, her now uncon- un- unconscious mount, and she had just brought her sword out into both hands, leapt into the air and just straight down. It just looked like this beautiful, perfect arc of a glowing pink in this dark, abyssal forest. And then you're like, and you're like remembering your task and you really want to get this open. But as she walks over, just as you're getting that last one, she just snatches it out of your hand. Hey! You hey! You hey. This is mine. 
Mm, I took it from him, and he took it from you. So, and you took it from him, but I took it from him, so it would be mine. I owe you nothing. And she ties it around herself and goes to her, one of the saddlebags, and takes out more of the herbs and starts making a concoction silently. And then, like, maybe the most she does is she gives you a look, like, fucking try it. She is just so, like, worn and, like, done with this shit. After what we just dealt with, you might as well tell us what you stole from him. You will see. I have carried you this far. Are there going to be more? No. He was the one who held this. Should be it. No more of his kind can cross that border. I was amazed to see that he even made it past. Now, if you don't mind, I have something to attend to. And she leans down to the snout of Ollie and takes the pestle and mortar and rests it under her nostrils. I walk over to Celesty. Are you all right? No. Are you okay? Barely. I was really close to going down back there. She just smiles and she's like missing a couple of teeth on one of her set. (laughs) Look, I don't much like this whole situation, but I don't really know how many options we have. This forest seems sinister. And we can't stay here. No, I don't think so. After Ollie kind of stirs and begins to awaken, they just each have a moment just resting her forehead against this draconic creature's face. And they're kind of just meeting eyes After a moment, she goes back over and slips the rope out from some of the harness that was keeping all of you, and she goes over and ties some through the antlers of the golden antlers of uh, Dickwad's head, (laughs) of Bane's head. Bane the Dickwad. Yeah. And she, like, and slings it over. Like, the head is as big as her back torso. Right. Uh, Like that, the neck had the girth of like one of those trees uh, surrounding you. And she just kind of like slops it on her back and is continuing to drip. And she says, (laughs) All right, let's get the hell out of this forest. 